0: hey what's going on who that nation it is yours truly tj jones the host of the state of the saints podcast giving you the state of the saints podcast post-game show uh the new orleans saints lose their third game in a row by a score of 28 to 25 um very heartbreaking loss to say the least um a 61 yard field goal uh hit the the crossbar (laughs) the sidebar and bounces out and uh the new orleans saints end up losing their third game in a row uh you got to give the saints uh, team a, a lot of credit these guys fought really hard they battled uh they grind uh they did everything they possibly can do to win this game and uh for them to lose in such heartbreaking fashion i gotta tell you man that is uh that man that's bad business right there but you gotta be you gotta be honest um they showed a lot of heart today uh both sides of the football had their moments you know both sides of the football didn't have their moments uh you know the the big play uh Kirk cousins to justin jefferson to set up that go ahead field goal one-on-one justin jefferson on Marshawn Lattimore, uh jefferson wins that matchup uh you know and it sets up that field goal uh, for the minnesota vikings to go ahead uh and win the game you know <laughs> i don't know if they're looking at film I don't know if they're just looking, you know, not paying attention, but this was the same exact thing that happened in that wild card game a couple of years ago when the Vikings played the Saints. Kirk Cousins did the same exact thing. Like he basically just seen that one-on-one coverage and and heaved the ball up. He did it with Thielen in a wild card game, and he did it again today with Justin Jefferson. But – people might talk about this game and say you know man the vikings won but i'm gonna just be 100 right here um the nfl got to do something about these damn referees i'm serious they got to do something about these damn referees i don't care what anybody says i I get back on my rant but right now we got a dennis allen going to the podium here so let's see what he has to say and uh we'll go from there.
1: We made too many mistakes in the first half, which put us behind. Um, but I thought our guys battled and competed. Uh, we still got to find a way not to um, hurt ourselves with penalties and, and, and the turnovers, and that's got to that's change. So we got to figure that out. Yeah, you, you talked about that, how, do you, how do you fix the turnovers and the penalties? And penalties? Well, yeah. look, I mean, I think we got to make a point of emphasis about it. I think we also got to look at, you know, um, who's doing what and, and, and where. Um, I wasn't a fan of some of the calls, but um, but you know it hurt us in the game. point yeah, uh, like, what, what's that process of making it? A- well, look, we're gonna we're gonna have to look at who's who's handling the ball, um, you know, and, it, and the, the problem's been a little bit. It's been a a multi- multitude of players, um, uh, and so um, we're gonna have to continue to to evaluate that. We're gonna have to put in some some more. You know, turnover drills and and things of that nature, and, and uh, uh, try to emphasize the point that we got to protect the football. And what about like the false starts? How do you guys maybe stop some of the, like some of those kind of mistakes? Yeah, um, look, I think that some of that's you know kind of the, the the consistency of of cadence and and things of that nature. So I think that's that's part of it. Uh, consistency of some of the people that are in there um, is part of it. So we'll take a look at it. We'll take a look at the tape and and, uh, see where we can make corrections.
0: Did you think
1: the field goal was good the last one? I did. I I mean, from where I was standing, I thought it was going to be good. Um, Obviously, I guess it hit off the left upright and then down on the the crossbar and bounced the wrong way for us. What what was the the conversations like on the side? I mean, 60 yards you were good with? Where was the kind of cutoff for you all? Well, in that situation, we were we were in the position where we felt like we 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 could make it. Um, You know, I think the field goal before was probably a little bit more discussion. Um, And look, I give credit to uh, Riz. He felt really good about um, Will knocking that thing through. And and uh, and so we kicked the field goal and Will, you know, hit a beauty and and uh, knocked it through up uh, uh, two penalties on the drive that led to Minnesota's uh, going ahead at the end the the pi on Marshall at the end look the thoughts on that. Um, I thought it was a
0: tough call. yeah outside of that just
1: what you think of the third down numbers about the defense trying to get off the field outside of the penalties and I know the first drive, I think they were like four for four on third down. yeah there. yeah, I, I think you know we did a better job after the after the first drive and then. Um, you know, there's a drive there in the, in the fourth quarter that, you know, we let them convert a couple that um, we don't really want to let them convert. So, um, again, we'll look at the tape. We'll make the evaluation what we need to do better. Um, you know, I thought our defensive guys battled their tails off today. I thought they – they you know, we put them in a couple of tough situations, um, and, and I thought they – I thought they battled. What did you think uh, Andy's effort? Look, like yeah. I thought overall um, pretty good, particularly in the second half. Um, you know, I didn't th- I didn't think we had great great rhythm in the first half, um, but I thought we came out and, and played a little better in the second half. ran the ball, I think a little bit better in the second half too. So uh, that's that's part of it. Yeah, I thought I thought Latavius gave us a little bit of a spark. I thought there were some some things that he did well, um, you know, in the game. So um, that was good to see. Obviously, a lot of people will compare. You had a different quarterback when they see some some more points on the board this week. But did you think you guys had a a better offensive plan or anything this week that that contributed to that as well? Well, I think that's part of the part of it. You know, I think um, you know, just just you know, our guys kind of um, taking a look at what we've done over the first three weeks, seeing where we can improve, um, and I thought we did a better job you know, with some of the things that we were doing, particularly there in the second half, um, you know, offensively. What's the plan between now and, we'll see next Sunday, a quick turnaround to your next day? we got a long journey home. And a lot yeah, of we'll, we'll we'll get back to New Orleans and try to get rested up a little bit and get ready to go for next week. do yeah, you guys feel like you're, you're close to turning the tide? I really do. Um uh, You know, um look, there was a lot of really good things. Um, I told the team in there, there's, 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 you know, there, there were some good things that we did um, today, um, but it's hard to overcome, you know, some of those costly turnovers, Um, you know, and I I think, you know, the, the, the fake, the fake punt and the, and the two turnovers, I think led to nine points. Um, So, um, and in a game like that, those, those things are costly.
0: Should that be a fair catch, or are you, are you mad about Like, should he have not returned that, or like, how do you come to Listen, I'm,
1: I'm going to go – I'm going to look at the tape
0: before I make a,
1: an evaluation on that.
0: How, uh, how concerning is
1: one and three in and of itself? I mean, do you, do you have to wrestle with things like spirits and confidence and, and stuff like that? I look, I think we got a – I think we got a good group of guys in that locker room. Uh, we got some good veteran leadership. Uh, we'll bounce back from this. We certainly need to play better. Um, and we need to turn some things around. Um, but we, it's a long season. There's a lot of, there's a lot of season left, and so um, we're going to keep battling. We're going to keep fighting. What went uh, into Alvin, the decision with Alvin? Did you, was that a setback you had this week? No, it wasn't a setback. I just think, you know, as you evaluate throughout the week, um, you know, I think there was a little bit more pain and discomfort. Um, you know, really even last week. And, and, and again, this is a long season, and so um, you don't want to go through this cyclical thing where each week, you know, it's, a, it's an issue. And so, um, you know, I think we felt like resting him this week, hopefully to be able to have him back for next week, um, you know, gives him the best chance to be healthy throughout the year. Was J- Jameis close at all to playing, or is this something you know, um, all... Yeah, I thought later in the week I thought he began to feel a little bit better, um, but I think there was a point in time where we felt like, well, we got to get Andy ready and have him ready to go. And I assume that becomes another week-to-week evaluation. Yeah, we'll we'll see how has- we'll see where his health is when we get back. Can you talk much about this week as a whole in terms of coming over here on Monday? How's how it been for you guys? very different. Yeah, it was a work week. You know, we came over here and, and worked. Thought we. Um, Got some good things done. Um, you know, unfortunately, we didn't get the win. You know, with the, uh, to turn out, uh, uh, the, team, the team showed uh, resilience to came back to the game. Uh, what, the, do you think that is a good scene for the team? Uh, I'm not sure I understand the question. He's, he's, uh, he's asking, you thought the team showed some, some resilience uh, coming back? Yeah. Yeah, I thought they did show some resilience. Um, you know, unfortunately we just didn't make enough plays to win the game. You mentioned you felt
0: like that you guys didn't get to a rhythm offensively at the beginning of the game, but it's kind of been the story of the season. So like what I guess what do well, you think? Well,
1: look, of- yeah, I mean, I, listen, I think part of it is um you know, we had a few we had a few guys that weren't in there. Um, you know, so you're playing without Alvin, you're playing without Mike Thomas, um, you know, you're playing without Jameis. You know, so there's some adjustment that has to go along with that. So, um, look, we're going to keep battling. We're going to keep fighting. We'll figure this thing out, and uh, and we'll play better football.
0: You also kind of touched on this earlier, but just regarding, like, the turnovers and the penalties, when that happens, do you reevaluate how you guys are practicing? In-
1: I think we look at everything. You know what I mean? Like... Um, we're going to continue to look at, at, at everything that we're doing and, and see where we can try to improve. Okay. Thanks.
0: So that was uh head coach Dennis Allen um, after the saints uh, lost to the Minnesota Vikings. You can really tell, uh, you can tell he's frustrated, but, you gotta give them credit you know standing up there answering all the questions uh you know i mean this is very heartbreaking you know if you're a saints fan this is a heartbreaking loss i mean this is a game that you definitely needed this is a game that could have put you back at 500 and uh could have you know had you you know uh looking pretty good you know going down a stretch as, as your your schedule starts to increase now you can look at this two ways you can look at this two ways um You've seen improvement on the offensive side of football. Uh you've seen the running game improve. Uh, you seen some of the things improve that, you know, the Saints wouldn't wait until the last minute with late game heroics. Well, you know, and you can look at, you know, that they were playing good complimentary football, or you can just look at the fact that it was just close with no cigars. Look, turning the ball over uh continues to happen for the New Orleans Saints. Uh Deontay Hardy fumbles the football. Andy Dalton fumbles the football um you know you're not going to win games like that and if you combine the fact that it seems like the NFL uh has it out for the New Orleans Saints I, I don't know what it is like I'm serious like I understand that they got like sports betting and stuff like that be going on I don't know if Buffalo Wild Wings is calling and maybe they want people to stay longer I don't know what the hell is going on but it's pretty obvious I mean, I don't care. Like, you can laugh and make fun of this stuff and all that kind of stuff about old Saints fans, they whining, they complaining. You are not going to tell me that those those referees did not play a role in the game. And I find it very ironic that they were allowing these guys to play the game throughout the game. And then all of a sudden when the game started getting nip and tuck and it seemed like the Saints were going to get off the field on two third downs, two. Two consecutive third downs, the Saints were going to force a fourth down, and all of a sudden, here come a ticky-tack call. They call a pass interference. They call a pass interference on Marshawn Lattimore that was clearly not pass interference. You can see Adam Thielen pushing his hand back, you know what I'm saying, Gra- grabbing his face mask, yanked his face mask, and all of a sudden, they calling that pass interference. Then they call illegal legal use of hands to the face on Tyra Matthews, and he didn't even touch Justin Jefferson's face mask at all. I mean, what the hell is going on here? Like, why is it that they just continue to throw these flags? And when the Saints, it seems like the Saints have their team on the ropes, or they seem like they're trying to develop momentum, all of a sudden, here come the flag. I, I just don't understand it. Like, I don't get it. At this particular point, it's almost like a parody or something. It's all like it is almost like they just basically giving a middle finger to Saints fans and the New Orleans Saints team over and over again. It's like they know we see this, they know it's obvious, and they don't care. It's like they just do not care. And don't give me that stuff about, oh, you know what I'm saying, ain't the reason why the Saints lost the game. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because if they would have got off the field, the Saints had the lead, what were they up, 22 to 19? So what does that tell you right there? That tells you that the New Orleans Saints could have possibly scored. They could have possibly got the ball back, probably got another field goal or something that could have gave them a little bit further lead. But instead, they kept on allowing these drives to happen. And then you keep on having this defense be on the field. All of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? They're going to just push that ball down the field and allow allow Minnesota to score. I'm sick and I'm tired of this, man. I don't care what anybody say. People can say, man, you just complaining." Man, go back and watch that game. Go back and watch that game. And for the last few minutes, tell me that they weren't trying to throw these flags. Then when the Saints got the ball back, they, they called a false start on them. When clearly, like it's it's just absolutely ridiculous the way that they're trying to play these dudes. They try like, I'm serious, man. It's becoming a parody at this point. It's rather they just don't care or they just like, man, we not gonna let y'all have it. Especially when the games are close. I don't know what's going on, but I'm telling you. These referees need to be held accountable. The fact that we don't know who these dudes are for the most part, the fact that the NFL just allowed these type of situations to happen, and then you combine like sports gambling in the midst. I got to tell you, man, I, I think that the fix is in. I think that the fix is in. I don't know if they want these teams to win or lose, but it seems like to me, like they're trying to do something to protect the point spreads or something because this right here was just absolutely ridiculous. Even the deep pass down the field. Clearly, like this dude had his arm around Chris alave's arm. You know what I'm saying? Like they, like they about to be escorted during, during a homecoming or something. No, no flag, no nothing. It is just absolutely ridiculous how they could just continuously allow these things to happen. And I'm sick of it. Like, as a Saints fan, like why should we watch the games? Like, why should we watch close games if we gonna if we see that these referees just continue to throw these flags on these dudes at late moments when, when it's clutch moments, when it's moments where the saints have to make the stop, they make the stop. And then all of a sudden here come a hold on Roby. Here come a hands to the face. Here come a pass interference call. It, it's like they're trying to, uh, to make this team fail. And, and, and it's hard to win in the national football league on top of having to look behind you and seeing if the referees got it in for you also. This is ridiculous, man. Look, Minnesota, they made some plays. I'm going to give them that. There were some clutch plays that they made. Kirk Cousins did a a good job sustaining some drive. But I'm going to tell you this, man. Anybody that looked at that game and tell me on that last drive, I don't know how it would have went. I don't know if the Saints would have, you know, converted or they would have had to punt back. I don't know what happened. But give them the opportunity to do that. The fact that it seemed like the Saints had momentum, They were going to get off the field. They were going to get a stop after a Taysom Hill touchdown. It seemed like to me like they tried to like nip the Saints momentum in a bud. Every time the Saints seemed to like start to like percolate a little bit. They started to get a little bit of momentum. Here come the flags. Here come the extended plays. It's just absolutely ridiculous, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. The, The NFL, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. They ought to be ashamed of themselves for what they constantly do in these type of situations to the New Orleans Saints. And I don't feel bad about saying this. I don't feel like I'm I'm whining or crying or nothing like that. The fact of the matter is they screwed the New Orleans Saints on that last drive. The Saints had momentum. If they would have made that stop, the Saints would have got the ball back and who knows what would have happened. Could have been a punt. Could have been a field goal. I don't know what would have happened, but you need to give these guys the opportunity to be able to sustain these drives. It, it's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And the fact is, time going to go on. Nobody going to say anything at all. You know, nobody, no, no accountability or anything like that at all. It's just going to be like, well, you know, it's time to move on. You know, like, I'm tired of this. I'm sick of this, man. I'm sick of these referees determining the fate of this football team. So why in the hell should we as Saint fans be looking at this? Why should we subject ourselves to this nonsense every single time? It, it's to a point, I'm telling you, it is to a point. It is to a point where I know at about five minutes, you know what I'm saying, left in the fourth quarter, if a game is closed for the Saints, they're going to start throwing some flags. Seriously, it's almost at that point. It's almost like it's, it's like clockwork. It's like clockwork, man. Ain't nobody about to tell me. Nobody is about to tell me on this day, on October 2nd, 2022, that these referees are not playing a huge role in some of these Saints losses. No, ain't about to tell me that I'm sick of it man i'm I'm sick of it why should we like honestly why should we sit up here and subject ourselves to this if we know for a fact that if our team is rolling they're trying to do everything that they can to win and then all of a sudden here come a phantom hand to the face call or a phantom holding call like it's ridiculous man and then they doing it it seems like on third like third downs it, it's almost like to me like I said it's like you trying to dictate the game it's like you're trying to dictate the game on two consecutive third downs that would have got Minnesota off the field now we can all can admit that this ain't the most disciplined New Orleans Saints team but you ain't about to tell me man the last couple plays that they had the last couple of plays that they had on those third downs didn't determine the faith of this team or gave the Minnesota Vikings a better chance to go ahead and win I'm sick of it man I don't know about y'all, but I'm absolutely sick of it. I'm sick to my stomach at watching this. If the Saints lose because the team is just better than the Saints, then fine. But when you got to play the team and the referees too, I'm over it. I'm I'm over it, man. Like, for real, I am over it. Cool Sports, thank you very much for the 999. Says screw the NFL. It ain't worth watching with the way the refs cheat that's why uh, they won't make every call reviewable because uh, they want to be able to cheat and help certain teams win i don't know, like i said I, I, at this particular point I, i'm starting to think i'm starting to think that vegas and the nfl are one hand in hand now i understand that they they allow sports gambling and stuff like that but i'm really starting to believe like really seriously who that nation i'm really starting to believe that they are tr- they are dictating these games and People say, man you can't really dictate you know the football game I'm telling you man, I am telling you looking at these games how how it'd be nipping tuck in the fourth quarter all of a sudden here come the flags on like phantom plays sustaining drive on these phantom plays you ain't you, you're not about to tell me like I'm serious I think that they got something going on I, I'm serious I believe wholeheartedly that the NFL and some of these these gambling pots got something going on because you ain't about to tell me like all of a sudden like y'all just start calling everything to the to the vest last five four minutes of the game you know what i'm saying when it when it's when it's nut cutting time Mm-mm. nah man be nice for what thank you very much for the five dollars how many games uh would we have won if they uh hadn't been for the referee man how, how many games i mean There's several games. There's there's several games that this team has been that has been shortchanged. It's rather it's rather they they call these these plays to sustain drives and and don't don't give me that stuff. Well, the Saints still had to stop them. Look, these are professionals on both sides of the football. On both sides of the football, these are professionals. You give a quarterback. I don't care who it is. You give a quarterback. Several times and extra times in order for them to beat a defense, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And I'm sick of that excuse, man. I'm sick of that excuse. That that right there to me is just justification for you to continue to do and practice the way that you do. Well, you know, if the Saints wouldn't stop, we wouldn't have had this. Like, how many times are we going to continue to do that? How many times do we have to like make these type of excuses? How many times? How many times are we going to hear this? like i'm tired of the ineptitude of these referees and then all of a sudden we as fans and the teams have to understand the ineptitude oh yeah well y'all should have did everything in y'all power once again this is the nfl any team can be any team on any given sunday and these teams there's there's not much separation between them at all and when you allow the referees to do what they did it's just absolutely pathetic I'm i'm sick of it i am like literally sick of this and 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 you know the sad thing about it who that nation when you are in games like this and when you watching games like this when the Saints are close like you know what's gonna happen like seriously you it, it's, it's it's the craziest thing in the world you're not like when your team is losing a down and then all of a sudden it's like you trying to hope that the quarterback you know what I'm saying making the right decisions getting the ball down the field you don't even have that luxury just to be focused on the quarterback and his decision making you got to think about the referees too you got to think about okay if they convert this play if this is a big catch then you know what i'm saying is it going to be negated because there's a phantom holding call or uh you know what i'm saying a use a uh, hands to the face or a uh, illegal block in the back it, it's like you you cannot be too sure especially in some of these nip tuck games when it comes to the saints i don't know about you but i'm sick of it I'm absolutely sick of this, man. I'm sick of this. Like y'all, just they just uh, they just deciding this team fate in these in these crucial games like this. When I saw that pi on Latimore almost stood up in church. I don't care, (laughs) TJ. Everyone talking about penalties. The game was wrapped up with the black and gold bow. Look all i know is this like you can talk about the penalties all day all night this team scratched and bite and clawed their way back into this game they took the lead late in the game they they got two stops in a row both of the calls the holding call on roby the hands to the face by matthew both of them look like just absolutely ridiculousness that they, they basically just say hey okay well y'all got them but M- mulligan it, they basically giving these dudes mulligans. Yeah, you shanked it into the the sand trap, but yeah, we 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 not gonna pay no attention to that. Go ahead and hit it again. That's what it was. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Absolutely pathetic, man. And there's no accountability for this. None. There will be no like. There will be no accountability for this. Who that nation? None, at all. Boy, y'all need to quit qu- uh, crying. Oh y'all, y'all had all this opportunity to try to win. Y'all can't, y'all can't just look at the referees. The referees didn't determine the game. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame that they they did this. Man, I, I'm I'm sick of it. As a fan, I'm like, man, what's the point? What's the point? Like, if, no matter how good your team is, no matter how hard they fight, and it, and at the end of the day, they're gonna end up getting screwed by these damn referees. Straight up you can feel it the guys out there fighting finally taking the lead you can feel the flags about to rain down I'm telling you it's like clockwork uh Lattimore got cooked by Jefferson yeah I mean it wasn't a good day for uh Lattimore but I mean Jefferson is a good wide receiver and I don't think this is an indication of of who or what uh Marshawn Lattimore is you know even the best have some some rough games I mean we've seen like you know great cornerbacks like you know Jalen Ramsey, you know, he he didn't have some rough games. I mean, it, it happens. I mean, I wouldn't, I would still, I still wouldn't give up a uh, Marshall Lattimore for any of those other cornerbacks out there in the National Football League. I still think he wanted the best. It just happens. You know, you go up against a guy who is really talented and uh it, it just happens. So I don't feel, I don't, I'm not, I'm not knocking him, you know, for, going up against an elite wide receiver didn't win the matchup today but that don't mean he won't win the next one next week you know vegas said uh we wouldn't only uh, win eight or nine games this rigged. and then on top of that what was what was the point spread wasn't it like two and a half i mean what they had the vikings by by two and a half right I mean I, I I could be wrong, but then oh my goodness. Dick Gregory Ben told us that college and pro sports are rigged and controlled by Vegas. I'm starting to believe that. Like I, I don't feel I don't feel like I'm being prisoner of the moment either. I'm I'm really honestly starting to believe that. I'm really starting to believe that. Like after like some of the games that I've witnessed, I'm starting to believe that. Uh I'm sorry, uh guys, that no call on Olave was BS. It was obvious. Man, a lot of calls, you know, to me shouldn't have been called, and the calls that should have been called wasn't called exactly. Man, uh, JJ gonna uh get uh his man, it happens, yeah, man. I'm like, man, people going in, yeah, you know, it wasn't his best outing, but I wouldn't trade Marshawn Lattimore for any other co- cornerback in the league. I think he's that good, just had a bad game, you know, go up against an elite wide receiver, you know, everybody knows how special Justin Jefferson is. I mean, we watched them all in college and in a pro so it, it happens but i don't expect for that to be a reoccurring thing remember tj nfl is labeled sports entertainment like wwe well you know you might well just bring vince mcmahon to triple h out there on the field because so from what i'm seeing right now you know what i'm saying it is it, it looks predetermined to me i can't complain about uh anything the saints did even the turnovers because they were able to overcome it but you can't overcome when the reps are making phantom calls Man, I mean, I'm just talking about just ridiculous stuff. Uh, D. Watson says, y'all are trash. Definitely ain't trash, you know? Uh, Let's see. How is it rigged? Man, bro, get out of my chat with that nonsense, man. Like, seriously, get out of my chat with this nonsense. Like, if you're a fan of the Vikings, fine. That's that's cool. But get out of my chat with this nonsense. Like, I, I hate when people like, like, just because your team wins or you feel like you benefit from it don't mean that you have to be blind like stevie wonder or ray charles it's obvious it's obvious and if you didn't see it you don't want to see it and if you didn't want to see it then i have no business of talking to you at all so get out my chat with that nonsense straight up i'm not even i'm not even saying that because i'm feeling emotional about the game i'm just saying i just hate when people say stupid stuff when they see it's obvious like if this happened like i'm i'm telling you if let's just say if that was chris Olave that ripped that uh that ripped that one of the cornerback patrick peterson's uh helmet or something you know what i say i say yeah man that should have that shouldn't have been pass interference but i hate when people feel like it benefits them then they want to come in and talk noise man get out of here with this nonsense please get up out my chat uh matter of fact man let me go ahead and block your ass get out of here with that nonsense man i ain't got no time for it seriously like i i hate i i cannot stand stuff like that i I cannot next question it's all fun and games till it's your team deontay hardy isn't same like he was previous season special teams on this team can't block or getting anything going at all i'm gonna be honest with you um And I don't care if they see this or not. Deontay Hardy playing like he's trying to hold his body together for money. I mean, maybe he just realized, okay, they're not going to pay me. You know, I'm not going to come back with the team. So maybe, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to just kind of preserve my body. You know what I'm saying? When it's time for me to renegotiate or try to go to another team. And he's playing like it. I don't see a spark. I don't see the electricity. I don't see nothing. I don't know if he's just discouraged about the fact that he's getting little playing time and the Saints kind of just have him on that special teams role or what but he is not the same person he is not the same special teams player that he he, he was uh throughout the years it, it seems like to me like he you know he playing with a full belly instead of when it was when he felt like he was hungry and like I said I, I feel like he kind of preserving himself and I mean if that's the case fine you know but I, I'm not seeing that energy I'm not seeing that electricity that I, I normally would see Uh, from a guy like deontay hardy and this special teams is just awful like god awful um i I just like just like the the late the late hits the the holding calls like it's just just bad business right now like i haven't seen it this bad since what they had a marcus murphy back there returning kicks uh if it's a close game the refs gonna screw us pretty much man pretty much uh i will be out there week 11 i got to witness the bs i don't know man i'm like what what's the point like if you know that they're gonna continue to just to screw your team over like this hey tj the refs helped make this loss on to the next dalton played really well so we cannot complain about uh pete anymore yeah i mean look the offense looked good to me like I, i look i know some people that you know wanted him to fall flat on his face today y'all may not want to hear this but the dude looked good and the offense looked better than it, it did this entire season so I, i'm a, I'm gonna call it for what it is andy dalton looked good he looked poised in the pocket the offensive line looked better uh he was quick with the decision making like he was put the hand he put the ball in the hands of playmakers and allowed them to make plays adam troutman was out there looking like he was a credible tight end you know so uh, and then you had uh, latavius murray i mean that man was toting the freaking mail. um if the saints don't have latavius murray in his rotation next week rather it's alvin kamara comes back or not then i'm gonna question his offense okay because look this ain't favoritism this ain't like this ain't uh you know he's been here for a long time this ain't about seniority uh if you're looking at if you're looking at the running game if you're looking at the running backs Latavius Murray, and this includes Alvin Kamara, has been the most impressive running back this entire season. And this man just joined the team a couple of weeks ago. So if the Saints don't have this man out there, like I, I like it was to a point where every time you know Latavius Murray get the ball, it's like you you thought he was about to break it. And it was him, you know what I'm saying? It was his decision making because he'll go in there, he'll have like two plays, five yards. Seven yards, then all of a sudden they'll switch it up and put Mark Ingram in one yard, two yards. And you could tell, like, Mark was starting to get frustrated because you're like, dang, you know what I'm saying? This man cooking right now and I can't get it going. But I'm telling you, they, if, if they don't have Latavius Murray somewhere in this rotation next week, like, like in all seriousness, man, <laughs> like something is wrong here. Like, something is wrong here. Like, the way that man was toting that mail, that man was toting the mail seriously like i man he, he was he was out there doing his thing and there was that was a there was a guy sent him being able to uh, come back to the team um uh, and why they take murray out and put ingram in yeah i, I understand that That man was cooking probably because of breather though probably because of breather i mean this was like his first game and you also have to think about you know being in game shape you know so they, they tried to get the change of back he got away with uh three picks uh so uh, just face it we really need winston healthy man look i don't care like what it should have could have it didn't happen all right what it should have could have it didn't happen the man played the man played good today played you know what i'm saying he he, he commanded the offense and he he did he made some plays i just don't (laughs) man my goodness um I, I wanna say something, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave that alone. Uh we did have some bad calls by the refs, but that's out of our control. Those fumbles by Dalton and Hardy are strictly on us though. Yeah, but once again, that that mind frame sincere is the main reason why they continue to screw the Saints over. Seriously. Like we psychologically become programmed like, man, if you know we wouldn't have fumbled these footballs, then you know, it ain't got nothing to do with the referees. Like, like hell it don't. Like, like hell, it don't. I, I'm I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like they fumbled the football. Yeah. But guess what? Those fumbles didn't, you know, that those fumbles didn't dictate the game. How many points did that Andy Dalton fumble get? Three. How many four, uh, you know, did that, did that uh Deontay Hardy one get? I want to say it, it what it got three also, right? So you know what I'm saying? It it wasn't to a point where the Saints were out of it. The Saints had a lead, they had the lead. So all this stuff right here, the, the the fumbles, the, you know what I'm saying, the, whatever that happened, up to that particular point, the Saints had a lead. They were leading the game. They had a three-point lead. on They, they had a three-point lead. So the point is the New Orleans Saints had a chance to win. They forced three and outs. I mean, they forced a three and out, and it was a flag on third down. Then they forced, the, you know, what I'm saying them to uh, get off the field again on third down, and they called another flag. So regardless to how we want to spin it, no matter how we want to, you know, be the voice of reason, the reality is, them boys got screwed over by the referees, sustaining that drive for the Minnesota Vikings. They sustained those drive for the Minnesota Vikings. They allowed the Minnesota Vikings to get down the field, and and we've seen this before. We seen the same exact thing a couple of weeks ago with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The same thing, dude. What they happen? You know what I'm saying? The referees, like Marshawn Lattimore gets pushed by Leonard Fournette. He pushes. You know what I'm saying? Mike Evans comes off the sideline, blasted him, and he gets tossed out of the game. But why should he get tossed out of the game? But he did. What what happened on the very next play? PJ Williams in man coverage, end up getting smoked by Perryman. It's. It, I'm telling you it is it, my goodness like how can anybody like justify the the bull like yeah you know what i'm saying yeah they had the turnovers but even with those turnovers that team got off the field on third down twice we can't keep dropping these nfc games if you want to make a run that means we got to play perfect ball for the rest of the year yeah man look it, the chances after losing two out of the three games in your division and lose another nfc game it's gonna to be tough for the saints to make the postseason man without them having to go on some type of run the saints gonna to have to like go on some magical run they're gonna to have to win you know saying a few games in order for them to be back i'm gonna be honest uh it's not looking good when it comes to the, the postseason it's looking re- it's looking real rough because losing these games now you have a bunch of tiebreakers and if minnesota is let's just say for example if they one of those teams in the end that need a win you know or a loss or something like that they 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 win the tiebreaker because the, the saints lost the game uh andy dalton did what he was supposed to do give him a chance yeah ugh. man i don't get it like the dude played well what he should have did like throwing like he, he would have threw three interceptions but he didn't like the dude made some good decisions, man. It's okay with that. Look, you you can like Jameis Winston. I like Jameis Winston. But you know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta you ain't gotta defecate on the other dude because you like the guy and you feel like that'll be beneficial to Jameis Winston's return. I wanna win. I don't know about y'all. I wanna win. Like some of y'all get so wrapped up in wanting to be right all the time. Man, I told you, I told you that was going to happen. I knew it the whole entire time. I told you, I've been telling y'all for weeks. I've been telling y'all for years. What did that benefit? What does that benefit? If Andy Dalton goes out there and let's just say, if he played like trash, how would that benefit the team? It wouldn't. How can you really legitimately call yourself a Saints fan and a Saints supporter if in the back of your mind, you're hoping that a guy who is instrumental in the Saints success fails? How? Seriously. Like, some of y'all need to do some soul-searching, man. It ain't always about being right. Man, like today, I did a prediction. I said the Saints were going to lose. I I was hoping to God that I was wrong. I was hoping to God that I'm wrong. I don't, like, and then somebody was like, man, TJ, you was wrong. I told you it was going to win. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad. But some of y'all, man, just, like, want to keep a narrative going and going and going. Like, does being right means that much to you? I want to see this team win. I don't care about you being right. I don't even care about being right. At the end of the day, I want this team to have more wins than losses. I want to see this team have as much prosperity as possible. But all this, man, I told you, I told you I was right, you was wrong. Like, man, get, it, man, for real. Like, how does that benefit? That doesn't benefit the team at all. Who cares if you're right? If the man was through three interceptions out there today and – you know what i'm saying the offense would have fell flat on his face like would you still feel good today you'll be like yeah i told you yeah i feel great yeah i was right the saints lost by three touchdowns but i was right right like, come on man give a damn about being right i don't, i don't want this team to win explain field goal ball uh went in uh then out uh kick good um when it hit the crossbar like that and it hits the bottom bar, it has to go back. Okay. Um, if it would now, if it would have hit like behind, like the crossbar, like that the part that that uh goes down to the ground, then it would have been good. All right. But the fact that it hit the crossbar, it didn't roll back, it rolled forward, that means that is no good. I mean pretty bad break. Smith got a catch, Callaway got a catch, and Alave almost won the game. Yeah, I mean, Chris Olave, I mean, you gotta be pretty impressed man i mean he almost made that catch you know and it would have made the the field goal a little bit more more manageable you know i mean look, chris Olave; those last few moments the saints definitely made the right decision i mean this dude is this, this dude is pretty spectacular man he's a special player and um you know I, I look forward to seeing what this dude can actually be uh doing down the stretch he has a lot of heart he had four catches for 67 yards and a touchdown and uh that that's the type of guy you want on a team. And he definitely stepped up. I mean, Jarvis Landry was clearly uh clear that he was hurt and he wasn't able to do a lot of things today. But you know, Callaway stepped up, made some plays. Uh Alave, uh, Juwan Johnson, Adam Troutman, those guys stepped up. So for that, you know what I'm saying? I'm proud of him. I'm I'm proud, I'm proud of what I saw. And you was right, TJ. They got the 27 on us, man. I like <laughs> i, don't, I don't, honestly I appreciate that, but i don't care I don't care about that man uh it's not uh Andy hate overall. we want to win. the point is it wasn't all on james look like we're not saying that uh, i am not saying that it's all on james. What I'm saying is I want to see this team win, and I don't care you know what i'm saying i don't I don't look at quarterback play with a fine tooth comb to try to justify my narrative. I just want to see this team win all right um offensively like if if we being real like I don't care like some of y'all get mad I don't care if we're talking about offense and the offense being you know moving and, and you know what I'm saying and functioning correctly like they have not been that efficient offensively and done those things this entire season Andy Dalton was the quarterback behind that now you can put it any way you want to but the offense has not looked as good in some, some cases as they did in this game today. So I know some people, you know, that's not that's not good for your narrative, but this offense looked much better today than they have ever been for the exception of that four-quarter against A- Atlanta. I this, this is the first game, like, throughout the game where they actually look efficient. Whether you want to accept that or not uh if we uh started dalton after week one then we'll probably be two and two right now uh thank you for the 499 who knows man who knows uh ak is more of a threat if andy dalton is the quarterback i mean he did he did check out a lot of passes to the running back so yeah maybe you'll see that improve uh i was at the saints buck game too and i agree you could see that Uh, hate those reps uh have for the saints but why though I'm gonna be real. Like, I, I, look, like I encourage everybody to uh, check out uh, this documentary on Netflix. Some of y'all probably seen it. It's about Tim Donahue. and he was talking about how these referees manage the game and how they do these calls, and if they got like some type of personal vendetta against, you know, a coach or personal vendetta against a, a player, they'll they'll call the game a certain way. I'm telling y'all right now, for people that don't believe it, you know, it, it happens. And for people that feel like, oh, the referees can't dictate the pace and, and slow down the momentum of the game, I encourage you to check out that documentary about Tim Donahue. And for those that don't know who Tim Donahue is, uh, he was accused and, and and prosecuted for uh for betting on games. You know what I'm saying? And also the games that he was actually a part of. He was kind of dictating uh the point spread. So there you go uh refs are killing our momentum at the right moments this is fixable commit to the running uh running the ball you ain't lying we got 472 people watching this please hit the like button i ask that you hit the like button if you enjoy the show the kind con- the commentary or what have you uh please hit the like button uh i'll take dalton over a healthy james this season we're a mediocre team and it's okay to recognize that uh you hope things turn around and if they don't uh you hope changes are made yeah i mean that's that's pretty much it like i I was saying that at halftime i just think that people just expect for this team to just go off 30 points um blowing teams out that's just not who the saints are anymore like this is a team that's just trying to figure it out uh do they have the right pieces when it comes to the coaching staff that remains to be seen but as of right now today um i don't think so I don't think so. I I, I don't look, I I <laughs> this team is undisciplined, they sloppy, and that's an indication of the coaching staff. And if I'm continuously seeing the same things, the ball on the ground, the fumbles, the mishaps, the undiscipline when it comes to the false start penalties, when we still seeing the same things pretty obvious. It's the coaching staff. I don't know if there's very little accountability or no accountability at all. But uh as of right now, Dennis Allen it's not looking like the answer. And uh, uh let me see. Prince, says uh I look at the Saints uh these last few years as a better version of the Lions when it comes to the ref. Uh they target certain teams year after year and the Saints and Lions continue to have bad calls. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think I think that the NFL and these games are hard to win and it's even harder when the referees are involved. Uh you're 100% right, TJ um Appreciate that, you know. Let's see, Roger. Thank you very much for the one ninety nine. C J. Gardner Johnson has nothing to do with the penalties, man. Ooh, who up be talking about C J. Gardner Johnson? C J. Gardner Johnson has absolutely nothing to do with the Saints losing games. You know, I, I don't get that. Like y'all think hand, y'all think high fives and 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 butt pats and you know, y'all like that's gonna help you win games. Like, come on, man. Vikings run a three-four defense and the Saints should have just ran the ball constantly with Murray, Hill, and Ingram. Then play action, drain uh the clock. Yeah, I mean the way they was running the football, when they was doing a play action, there was there was some plays down the field. And that's what I wanted the Saints to get into because you run the football, you're running it successfully with Latavius Murray, who averaged five point two yards a carry. And then you had uh Mark out there, you know what I'm saying? He was doing his thing. So I'm like, they they keep on punching it. So you have to respect the running game. You got to, you know what I'm saying, add a couple more guys into the box. That sets up the play action. So those one-on-one coverages, that's why you was able to see Adam Troutman get open. That was the reason why you was able to see Traquan get open on one of those plays. I mean, those play action plays were working because the Saints were able to run the football. Uh, Austin, thank you very much for the 199. Says, if we don't make the postseason Joe Burrow time... uh, (laughs) joe burrow time um well it, it don't look like like honestly if you look at statistics and, and history um yeah the the saints um not gonna make the playoff you know what i'm saying like if you look at history so history is not good for teams that that start the season one and three Olave is that dude now y'all know why winston always talking to him and see it's funny how they tried to have a balanced attack with Andy, but Jameis Winston had to throw it 45 times a game. Think about, uh, think about Saint same thing. Like, I don't know about conspiracy theories. I don't know. I do know this. Um, teams try to scheme around guys, uh, best uh, qualities. And also uh, Latavius Murray was, not, <laughs> Latavius Murray was deep, like, not on any of those teams. Jameis Winston was the start of. So, Maybe that would like maybe that would influence them to run the football a little bit more. Uh, I want the Ohio State quarterback. Good luck with that, because that ain't gonna happen. C.J. Stroud is gonna be a gonna be long going, and the Saints, uh, as of right now, are making the Philadelphia Eagles uh, a top five uh, draft pick team because the Eagles have the same draft pick. So a lot of people are like man, tank, tank, tank for what? Like what are they gonna tank for? with a top second round pick so regardless of how bad the saints are the only the only team that benefits from that is the eagles we should have been running the ball callaway stepped up big time uh that was the easiest two-point conversion a lot of positives uh, going forward if thomas and kamara were healthy this game isn't close who is the J- jags coach this season doug peterson uh hardy fumble was a killer not talking about the penalties uh i still feel like this team is right there yeah i mean that's the that's the frustrating thing about it they're so talented and yet you're still dealing with these same situations run the damn ball have you seen tj the issue that's going on with the miami dolphins their talk that the miami dolphin have to cut to a uh they already fired the entire medical staff uh, to fresh medical staff nfl was not yeah i heard about that i mean it just seemed like there's something always going on with them trash dolphins that's why they they own a stephen ross isn't suspended for the entire year joe burrow is saint I dreams man ain't going nowhere that's a franchise quarterback they have in cincinnati so just chip from 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 louisiana or the gulf coast or wherever you are because this guy's gonna be the cincinnati Bengals quarterback for the next decade pending he doesn't get injured bench hardy for crying out loud. Um bench him from what? You know, returning kicks. I mean, most of the time they probably going to sail over your head and you're going to have a fair catch anyway, so I mean, it's just the fact that he fumbled. He tried to make a play. Uh Andy Dalton looked good and man Murray refs no good. With Winston, our play calling uh changes, don't take back uh Winston. Thanks TJ, and you're the type of dude that I want podcasting about me. <laughs> use a special uh podcaster well i appreciate that chris alavi thank you chris <laughs> let's see uh the saints look good today for the first time this season yeah there was a lot of things that were positive you know i mean it was a heartbreaking loss it felt more like a playoff game right because you know stuff tends to happen to the saints but um it was a lot of positives there's a lot of positives i just don't want them to fall into that um dan campbell type thing last season where You know, they fight real hard and it just don't equate to victory. Uh and the NFL isn't done punishing the Miami Dolphins besides cutting two. I already read that. But uh yeah, they they probably ain't done with that. I'm strolling down a little bit. Uh, I agree with you, TJ. The offense was more efficient today. Most of the short and intermediate passes were put on point today. Facts, TJ. Oh bro, shut the hell up about that boundary gate. I'm so sick of that narrative, man. Who cares about bounty gate at this particular point? Who cares? Like, who who cares about that? It's pretty like it's pretty obvious that it wasn't what they said that it was. I mean, it was even to a point where you know Roger Goodell refused to apologize to Jonathan Velma. Like, we not we don't pay no attention to that type of stuff though, and we also don't pay attention to the fact that other teams have talked about and came out and said that they do the same. They were doing the same thing. You know, but the Saints end up getting caught. I mean, teams do that all the time. Probably your favorite team be doing that, but of course we ain't gonna we ain't gonna say anything like that. We gonna just you know keep it to the Saints. Love your content. This is all fixable. I was looking for them to run the ball down the Vikings throw commit to the running game. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Like I understand. Look, I get they tried to like throw like a fade pass down the field to Chris Olave. To me, that should have been pass interference. What I know, but. I just feel like the way they were running the football with Latavius Murray, I'm pretty sure he probably would have got a few yards and probably would have set up uh instead of having like second throwing that ball on second and nine, setting up a third and nine if it wasn't complete, like run the football with Latavius Murray, maybe it'll get you a couple more yards or even a first down. And uh then you throw the football on, you know, on third down for like a third and two or a third and four if you, you know, you end up not getting the first down. Uh TJ this is just a theory don't take it literally are we trying to get that Ohio State quarterback so are we going to tank like I want people to understand this okay I want people to understand this I want to make this very very clear the Saints do not have a first round draft pick next year in this coming draft they do not have a first round draft pick all this tanking narratives that we trying to run is not what it is okay there's no reason to tank when you don't have a first-round pick. What are you exactly tanking for? Are you tanking for a top second-round pick? That makes absolutely no sense. The Saints have The, the Saints have no need to tank, all right? You, you, that, that, that is not happening. All these quarterbacks, the C.J. Sprouse, the Bryce Young, the, all these other guys out here that's supposed to be coming out, the quarterback out of Kentucky. Look, all these dudes are going to be gone by the time the Saints pick, okay, if things are right now. So losing games at this particular point benefits absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. TJ, how you feel about possibly bringing in Shahid from the practice squad and benching Hardy? The way that he's playing right now, I, I, I wouldn't mind it. Man, my boy walking on eggshells right now. My boy being careful. I'm telling you. I, I just feel like he out there. He trying, to, he trying to be very, very careful the way that he's playing the game of football. And maybe, once again, he know that the Saints aren't going to pay him. So maybe you want to keep himself in good shape, good physical condition for when he hit the free agent market next year. But if that's the way that you're going, and I, I mean, I can't knock you for that if you're trying to preserve yourself, but give somebody else a chance to do what you're doing. And maybe that probably be understandable why he end up like being a scratch last week. People saying his foot injury, maybe they did that to save face. But the way that he's playing – in, on special teams right now i mean you ain't missing much uh i know uh the running game looks good today hopefully they stick with the play call bro james fumble uh and uh through picks shut up about james bro he ain't it right now man look talking about james is irrelevant right now it is irrelevant it's a it's about it's about andy dalton and him going forward i don't know if he's gonna I mean, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, <laughs> Andy Dalton did good enough to start next week, so I'm pretty like. Don't be surprised if the Saints like sit out Jameis Winston again next week. Uh, you don't like. Uh, let me see. You don't look good having drive killing penalties and fumbles. O line block better this game. Yeah, the O line looked much better. They had one play. Um, what was that play? I think they end up like giving a ball. I want to say it was Adam Troutman. And you had your, like, your lead blockers up front. I mean, that was a good play. I mean, Eric McCoy, that, that big boy be rolling, man. How did the refs miss that face mask mugging that uh, Lattimore got? Because they were too busy looking at Lattimore with his phantom pass interference call. Uh, can't even be mad anymore. I know we didn't play the best today. Yeah, man, at this point, like, it is what it is. Y'all, we are getting better game by game. We're going to be okay. Bro, Jameis lovers are being ignorant right now. When Taysom Hill plays and wins, people still hate on him for no reason. We trying to win Dalton or Hill. Yeah, I don't care who it is. I don't care. Whoever the quarterback is on Sunday got my support. Facts, bro. We need to keep running the ball no matter what, third and second, uh, and we throw it passes. Uh, When we getting five and six yards Runs the run game works. It works better. Yeah, man, they should just pound. Like, it was clear, like, late in the game minnesota couldn't stop the run minnesota couldn't stop the run uh they had they did a good job at mixing up the play calling but that spin by dalton on that fumble look yeah geriatric yeah i just think that he was trying to make a play uh he he was trying to make a play uh but i mean sometimes you just gotta you know throw the ball away or take the sack live fight another day philly is laughing at us he ain't lying uh loomis said the other day that the quarterback next year is already on the team uh we gave it to the eagles the f you talking about taysom got benched (laughs) i don't think taysom got benched when did taysom get benched i don't think taysom ever got benched i ain't gonna not gonna say i I don't think taysom ever got benched uh what did Jameis win he ain't win nothing you know like he won a game in, in week one versus the atlanta falcons but I don't understand why we bashing our own quarterback. Uh Hill did get benched. Uh, he was four and one as a starter. Uh he got a Liz Frank injury. If Hill hadn't got COVID and had to sit out the uh, Dolphins game, the Saints would have made the playoffs. Mm. I mean, yeah, he didn't get benched. He ain't never get benched. I think what the games they played, then that was the year what? Drew Brees came back, right? Drew Brees came back after that because I mean that was when Drew Brees like uh had like the rib injury uh Jameis ended up going in a game and then Taysom uh started for five games so yeah, yeah he didn't get benched I mean Drew just came back look like Philly is going to get a top 10 pick and it hurts why was Lattimore man-to-man on Jefferson on the final possession and press coverage I felt that was a bad defensive call I don't think it was a bad defensive call based on how great uh, Marshawn Lattimore has been playing all season. I mean, if, if he won that one-on-one matchup, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. It just hindsight is 2020, right? You know what I'm saying? Like we, we talk about Marshawn Lattimore all week long being locked up on a a team's best wide receiver. And we give him kudos when he's shutting down the field, but when it don't work, it looked like it's the worst decision ever, but, it's no different from the coverage that he has every single week. It's just, a, it's just the individual. It's just the individual. So I'm not going to knock him for that. Uh, who asked the Saints' uh, first-round pick, the Eagles? Black play calling for the, the first three quarters. On the second and three, we passed the ball, and Murray averaged 3.5 to carry, which uh, hurt us big time. Let's see. Yeah, Hardy in. Yeah. Uh, they benefit from the Saints tanking. I don't think Hardy is a hundred percent, to be honest. I mean, he's been like this all season. I, I'm gonna be real with you. He's been like this all season. So before the foot injury, before any time he ended up on the injury report, I've been saying like the same, I've been saying like the same energy. Uh Joey Howell, uh what did Dalton win? Bro, how y'all call yourself fans and don't know about the team? We traded our pick to the Eagles in order to draft the lobby. Uh, all the way to London for a nail. Yeah, that's crazy, though, right? I mean, you stay in London all week and then the Vikings get there on Friday and y'all still lose. Like, <laughs> you know, y'all Like, so the time like, that whole time narrative and y'all feel like that was going to be beneficial didn't work at all uh we do keep hearing the Saints might get two first round picks for Sean Payton yeah if Sean comes back if Sean comes back you know like we, we don't know that we don't know if sean gonna uh come back we just we just anticipating that we we feel like okay well maybe Sean will come back we don't know if he coming back or not Do moved the ball way better than Winston did based on the la like based on those uh last few games i agree with that i will agree with that the offense the offense looked better than they did in this entire season i mean some of you may not want to admit that but that's the that's the truth i mean for the i'd say maybe a few plays a few drives where they look good uh the first drive versus carolina last week that was you know i'm saying that was a good like efficient drive but i'm talking about like consistency moving the chains like yeah uh we traded five picks including next year's uh first to philadelphia to move up to pick a i mean in in a way it was beneficial because i mean look look a lobby but you know you you would hope that he would be the missing piece to help you make the postseason Is the nfl against uh gail benson for owning the team maybe that's why the referees are set against us just a theory Man, them boys were screwing the Saints when Tom Benson was alive. If you want to be real with it, maybe we should be praying for the Cowgirls to tank, so when uh Sean goes to coach them, we could uh get their top first rounder as a comp. Angela, look, I don't think Sean Payton going. I don't think Sean Payton going to the Cowboys. I think Sean Payton going to the Chargers. Uh, that's who I feel like he's going to. I, I feel like they that's set up for him to succeed it's a big market is in los angeles where is he right now you know what i'm saying doing fox and all that kind of stuff they're in los angeles he already talked about he might think about getting a place there so i don't think that the vegas raiders are going to get rid of uh josh mcdaniel after you know what i'm saying one year if they don't end up panning out but based on like the quarterback with justin herbert all that talent that they have out there and they struggling right now the Charges. I guarantee you, like that's that's the one team. That's the one team that I feel like like very strongly he gonna go to. And I feel like that would be something that Mickey Loomis be willing to do because you don't have to worry about playing Sean, uh, you know, saying every year like if he was a, in the NFC, you'll play him like what, like every four years or something like that, right? You won't have to worry about, you know, the Saints playing the charges very often. And then you don't have to worry about, you know, bringing them to a team that's like I said, an NFC team. I don't see him doing it based on like Sean Payton's personality based on the way that he carries himself. I, I, I feel like him and him and Jerry Jones will be butting heads because Sean Payton has a dominant personality. So I, I think more than likely he'll probably end up coaching the Chargers. um, Another team that I feel like he, he probably uh, would coach uh, probably because of their fan base uh, where they are, probably the Seahawks, if Pete Carroll uh, steps away and probably a dark horse would be the new york jets because new york is a new york market um i feel like the jets probably be willing to give him more uh control of the team and uh, i think that sean we all know sean likes projects like we know he likes projects right you know he came to the new orleans saints when you know right after hurricane katrina devastation everywhere so i wouldn't put it past him like joining the jets trying to change that team around and trying to make a. Zach Wilson a better quarterback but that top team to me I feel like he'll go to is the Chargers so keep your eye on the the Los Angeles Chargers if they don't pan out this year if they don't pan out this year man I'm telling you they're gonna try to they're gonna try to get uh Sean Payton I hope Sean comes back we have a lot of talent over here Sean could capitalize on that I think the refs throwing games is what ran Sean off now I think Sean Payton just you know, he it got a little, uh, you know, it got a little. Re- I guess you can say uh, redundant. You know, being in the same place for years and years and years like that. You know, I think he he wanted to change. I don't like. I don't, I don't think, I don't think Sean Payton wants to coach the Saints anymore. I don't. I just think that he's looking for a new challenge. But I, I tell you this, um, Sean Payton is is looked at as a great guy you know in the eyes of the saints you know fans and stuff like that we appreciate what he do but i'm telling you and i keep and i'm i keep saying this if sean payton goes and coach another team and if the saints struggles continue and they have a bad year and he has the opportunity to come back to the team and he doesn't he gonna end up being a bad guy and saints fans gonna turn on him. and don't say and don't say that they won't because y'all y'all some of y'all emotions and, and, and it's from down to down. So if it's from down to down, you know for a fact that some of y'all are gonna be ready to turn on Sean Pete. No y'all are. I-, I seen people in the chat. I'm talking about man, it was it was man, they was up there bashing uh you know, Tyron Matthew and stuff like that. Man, what Tyron Matthew doing what he doing, what he doing? It's a waste of time. Then all of a sudden you catch a pick, then all of a sudden I go back to the tweet and it's de- and it's deleted. Like some of y'all, man, y'all are just so emotional, man. Like, no patience at all. At all, like, don't allow things to, to develop. Like, people was ready, man. I, well, I told you this offense wouldn't all that already. It, it wasn't just Jameis. For I'm like, after two drives, like, these, like, it was like people just expected as soon as Added Dogs to go out there, 50 yard bomb downfield to Chris Olave for a touchdown. I'm like, come on, man. Like, you have no patience. Some of y'all have no patience. I'm like, y'all ready to write this man off in the offense off after two drives two (laughs) we won't be uh another championship Uh, we wasn't supposed to win the one we got so now the nfl is punishing us well they, they earned the one that they got i can see a scenario where he comes back to the saints as well honestly it's a small chance like i don't i don't think he wants to coach the saints that's just the reality he don't want to coach the Saints. I think he wants to take on another challenge, and it's well within his right. It's well within his rights. He don't owe the New Orleans Saints nothing. That feeling and that love that you have for this team probably was instilled by by Sean Payton, by the win, by the success, by the playoff appearances, by the win loss record, by you know what I'm saying the teams that he put together over the course of time. Sean Payton Sean Payton don't owe the Saints organization nothing because before he got there, we were a laughing stock. We were an embarrassment. So this man basically put this team on the map. So anybody that feels like Sean Payton owes the Saints anything, he doesn't. In some ways, we owe him. In some ways, we definitely owe him, especially if you like one of them old Saints fans that remember how trash this team was. So if he doesn't come back, he wants to take on a new challenge as well within his rights. TJ, why Hardy don't get uh, more involved in the offense? I have not a clue. I I don't know. I can't answer that question. I wish I could, but I can't. I still believe in our Saints, but something has to change with the refs. It's beyond tiresome. Yeah, I'm tired of these referees. TJ, uh, well, everyone in the chat, if we had Sean as a head coach right now with the Saints squad, uh, what would y'all say our record would be? I think that, honestly, I think the Saints would probably be 3-1 and with Sean Payton as the coach. They'll be 3-1 and because some of these, these things that constantly plague the Saints, I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening on a week-to-week basis like they have been uh, since Dennis Allen was a coach. And right now, you know, I'm, I'm just, look, I know it's been four games, but I'm seeing the same thing happen over and over again in games. I'm not too high on, on Dennis Allen right now. I'm serious. Like, going forward, I'm not too high on him. TJ Wildhart already read that. Uh, I don't know this, uh the season was only four weeks long y'all want to be fans kill kill be a little adversity and y'all just throw the whole season away like we don't have 13 games left to play well you know some people you know they 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 just never been like they have not been in this situation or felt or feel hopeless you know because even you know when the Saints did have been dealing with type this type of adversity you, you recognize the people that can get you out you know you had Sean Payton and drew Brees this is like uncharted water for a lot of saints fans you know but uh you know i i like what i saw today this it's something they can build on i just hope that it's not too late before you know when it all comes together i like you but stop uh these morons asking about drafting and tanking <laughs> don't address those questions well glenn look i go down the list man i don't know i don't like i don't proofread if i did that then that mean they would have aqua silence in between everything so Sometimes, you know, these. sometimes the statements, they get there because, I mean, I'm not proofreading as I, I you know, go along. I just kind of just click the button. Uh, what can be more challenging than uh, coaching our current team? Uh, I don't ever see uh, Sean back in New Orleans. <laughs> Wake up, I'm born and raised, but none want to come to uh, New Orleans. Uh, even he didn't want to be here originally. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but because it wasn't a winning coaches Now, you know, going to the New Orleans Saints now, I mean, it is a good destination spot, you know, for coaches. DA gotta shake up things next week. I remember them bad old days. The Saints need up and coming coaches because uh the established will uh never come to stay. Let's see. Man, we one and three special teams have been bad. They are the most consistently inconsistent. Uh, Every other aspect of the team uh, has had good performances during certain games. Austin Collins, 199 says uh, some fans, bro, doesn't even feel like they know football. Some of them don't. Some of them don't know football. They just want to sit up there and complain and cry and whine all day. Those, Those are the same fans. I can't stand. Like it's like one of those people that's always complaining about everything. Man, it's, Man, they need to do something about this community. They need to pick up the trash. They need to make sure that the grass cut. Hey, what you going to do about it? What you mean what I'm going to do about it? it? ain't my job. Then what the hell are you complaining about for? that? Like, there no, no answers, no nothing. Can't talk X's and O's. Can't talk Willie's and Joe's, but can point out who people didn't do what and what's wrong with him today, and we need to trade him. Like, no matter what the situation is, we need to trade this dude. Like, it could be some old, like drop more name blocking man we need to trade him for what how like do y'all understand when you have when you trade somebody it's supposed to be a value so you think this team like seeing this dude whiff on a block you don't think the other team seeing it too like this like i don't know man some of y'all i, I really feel like y'all think football is like you playing madden you turn the salary cap off uh you, you enable the trades you know what I'm saying? you go out there and, and get anybody you want some of y'all like think football is like that, but it's not. You know? Uh, like those whiny, complaining Saints fans. Like just any, any, like any deep pass that's caught, any first down converted, they looking. Who was that? Who was that? Who that was Bradley Rove? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was him the whole time. I knew he it. It was him. Then Bradley Rove back up a play. Let's go, baby. I told you, man. I knew he was good. I know he had it in him. Like, man, shut up. Like, man, I'm for real, man. Like. Some of y'all suffer from I feel like bipolar disorder. Like y- y'all y'all bash the dude on one play and celebrate him on the next play and you act as if we didn't see you bash this dude for you know what I'm saying the entire time. You know when he had a down game. It happens. Uh do you think we uh should have got Eric Bieniemy? Um I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know if we should have got Eric Bieniemy or not. I don't know if he's a good coach or he's just a good coordinator you know some guys are good coordinators not good coaches I, I feel like dennis allen i'm starting to believe that he kind of falls in that category you know good coordinator and uh, the thing about it is i feel bad because if it don't pan out as good as the defense is if you will have to fire him then that that good defense goes away too because you know you're not going to want to take a step back and if you hire a new coach you're going to want to bring somebody else in so That's the worst thing about it. That's that's why I want them to be able to fix this because as long as he's on the team, you're going to have a lights-out defense. But, man, they need to bring somebody in um, to be able to help out or something like that. They got to get this thing together. Mr. Wright, look, man, the team played a good game. The refs made some terrible calls uh, on that last touchdown drive versus the Vikings. You ain't lying. The Saints did a poor job searching for a new head coach when Sean Payton left. Well, I think the most part they want to just kind of keep the, the guys that they had intact because, you know, they, they felt like there was nothing wrong with them. And in and, a and way, that there, there wasn't anything wrong with them. I just think that the difference is is the play calling. You know, I think you have to have a feel of the game, and that's something that Sean Payton had. He had a feel of the game. And, it wasn't, and you know, like let's not get it twisted. Like the Saints went out here just lighting teams up, scoring 60 points all the time every game. That was sometimes where we just wondering like, what the hell was Sean Payton doing? I mean, we know it. So, I mean, th- there's no easy fix for this, in my opinion. You know, like the offense, it just seems like they just don't know what it is. It's like they, it's like what they should be is what they're not trying to be. Like they're a running football team. Like they they can be a smash mouth offense, but they don't want to be that. They want to be a vertical threat. They want to throw the ball down the field. They want like that's not you. And sometimes you just got to realize who you are and what you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, if you end up, like, running your offense like the Tennessee Titans run theirs, like running a football, you know, maybe throwing some screen passes, setting up the play action, ain't nothing wrong with that. Because at the end of the day, if you win, who cares about how many points? A win is a win. Uh, Man, we have 13 games. We'll be fine. Today was a hard-fought game. This team ain't as bad as their record. Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. I, like I said, I just hope that it's not too late. Roger thank, uh, Roger, thank you very much for the $2. Says they need to fire Pete and get a new OC. Well, if they do, that won't happen until next year. So strap in, buddy. <laughs> uh, this man said fire Pete. Oh, my God. At this point, uh, you can tell who actually Saints fans and who just trolling. Look, Lee, I don't think he's trolling. I think that you have Saints fans that be trying to search for answers. Uh, all those answers a little bit irrational I I don't know I mean that that remains to be seen um but I, I do think that we I, I just think that we have to chill out a little bit you know like we just so emotional right now when it comes to this team because uh they haven't won a, a game in like three weeks and I get it but I mean there's no need for us to be sitting up here talking about things that that should be fixed. That shouldn't be fixed. And his other thing, like ball security, um, being able to sustain the same level of momentum throughout the totality of the game, I think that would be beneficial to the Saints. Hey, TJ, I think we never made the playoffs starting one and three. To my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen them do that. I seen one and two. That's when they went on an eight-game winning streak a couple of years ago, back in 2017. But no, I have not seen that. And statistically, that's teams that start one and three don't end up making the playoffs playoffs are practically uh over uh <laughs> over at this point uh let's see i already canceled my tickets for the bucks versus saints game waste of goddamn money to see that <laughs> butch guards is where is that uh man look don't, don't jump out the window yet, man. I mean, we still got to support this team. We still got to, you know, it's not going to always be easy, but, I mean, you, you got to stick with your squad. All I'm saying is even with the special teams playing bad, firing Will Lutz, in my opinion, ain't there? Who's talking about firing Will Lutz? You firing Will Lutz because he didn't make a 61-yard field goal, but he made a 60-yard field goal. I hope ain't nobody saying that, man. I hope ain't nobody saying, like, this man made a sixty-yard field goal, and then was close, like inches away from making a sixty-one-yard field goal. Like the fact that he even got that ball to that crossbar, it, it, it right? nah, bro, nah. Man, you missed a sixty-yard, hey, you missed a sixty-yard field goal. That ain't that ain't nothing to uh, be ashamed about at all? If we talking like forty-some yards, thirty-some yards, yeah. But when we talk about sixty-yard field goals, come on, man! The offense isn't consistent right now. They'll be fine, but can't wait too late. Well, they they didn't wait too late this game. They didn't they didn't wait too late this game. They they was in it the entire time. Dennis is too emotional and not focused on the whole team. Uh, let's. I see us uh, going seven and three over the next ten games. I like that optimism. I think that uh, I honestly looking at this game, I see some things you can build on. You know, I, I see some things you can build on. My my biggest issue is I don't want the New Orleans Saints to end up like Dan Campbell and the Lions last year. You know, they were always in games. It was close. I mean, the, I mean, it, it would just say like they lost like nine games in a row, but they were like there in the very end. I don't want the Saints to end up being like that. Remember when uh, we had a Hall of Fame coach and quarterback seemed like decades ago? Yeah, I remember that. But reminiscing ain't gonna help you this time. P showed up. Uh, P showed you how explosive and fast we can play today, man. I think. Uh, look, <laughs> I don't understand how anybody who has had issues with this offense come away from this game and still be like frustrated with the offense. Like these dudes stepped up today. If you were talking about they they waited too late to get in games, then this was the game for you, you know what I'm saying? Because they changed it. You're talking about late game, full quarter, heroics. They ain't really have to work on it. They, they were consistent. They converted on third down. They were able to run the football. Uh, Andy Dalton was able to make some throws to some guys like, you know, Troutman and Johnson and L- Lave and, Mar- you know, Callaway. Like, this was the game. Like, so if you, you had issues about the offense, this wasn't the game. It's rather, you know what I'm saying, you just didn't want to see it. Maybe it was the person that was actually throwing the ball you didn't want to see doing it. But this team offensively played their best game all season long, regardless of if you want to accept that or not. Hey, TJ, great game. Uh, they will still make the playoffs need to cut back penalties and turnovers. Well, you know, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. You know, I hope they can turn it around. Roger said Murray is the key. Yeah, Murray was told in that mail you definitely told that mail. let's see Jameis' interception cost you guys two games and you want him to start again sometimes that's how it happens ball just don't bounce your way yeah this is one of games literally the ball didn't bounce our way i got all these receipts offense looked better the game needs to revolve around the run damn the quarterback at this moment i agree this is a running football team. When Dalton threw that uh, finger-licking dot to Alave, I thought we were going to over. Yeah, he, he he definitely, he definitely threaded the needle in that. I mean, three defenders right there. And uh, shots out to Alave with the clutch catch, man. Too many flags against us, to say the least. Vikings got five first downs uh, from penalties. Saints got zero. Yeah, because that I means the Vikings just that much disciplined than the Saints okay uh we can still change the tide the nfc style is still up for grabs uh we have some uh leaders in the locker room uh we just have uh to stay positive okay the quarterback hasn't or hasn't nothing to do with this loss nah he ain't got nothing to do with this Kepler's in the game well they bounced our way towards the line of scrimmage <laughs> uh let's see yes if he's healthy yes but andy dalton Played well today. Alave going to be rookie of the year. Yeah, he's playing like it. This is an extremely disappointing season so far. Mark must have uh, ticked off, the, off <laughs> the whole line off. Nah, man, I just think that the decision-making between uh, Murray and and, and uh, Mark Ingram was just different, man. I mean, it just wasn't his day. I mean, Latavius Murray was fine and he he was he was getting five six yards a clip, and then Mark Ingram come in. You know he he stumbling on the ground. He getting two yards. He was frustrated because I, mean, I mean, as as a competitor, man, you don't want the dude to be outshining you, especially a guy that just came on your team two weeks ago from the practice squad. I mean, off the street, uh, TJ, you know the best ability is availability, and man, Kamara uh, hasn't been that the past few years. Uh, your thoughts. Well, I think, you know, he's he just dealing with that rib injury, man. And you don't want to, you know, cause him like any uh, lasting effects that can, you know, have him out for the remainder of the season. But I just think the fact that you didn't play really with Jarvis, Mike Thomas was out. You had Chris Olave, you had Callaway. I mean, these guys stepped up, they made some plays. So um, I think that's a positive thing because. That means that if something was to happen to these other guys, you know, these guys would step up. So you had all these injuries, but they still were formidable and they still were there in the end. I mean, based on that injury report, I'm pretty sure a lot of people that was watching that, that was onlookers, probably thought the Saints weren't even going to be able to score those many points. Uh, I don't know why, but my normal chats aren't sending. I'm not sure, man. Uh, Saints did make the playoffs with a 1-3 start in the 2000, Jim Haslett, first year. Well, thank you for that, Jeffrey. You know, I I didn't have that that information in front of me, so I appreciate that, man. Thank you for the research. Marshawn Lattimore just hasn't been the same, man. Man, we, bro. Before this game today, Marshawn Lattimore has been on three of some of the best. Uh, players. even on Kyle Pitts. You know, he was on C.J. Moore. He was on Mike Evans. This man only at before today. I think y'all you know saying the most he gave up was like six yards. And yet we gonna try to talk about this man. now come on, deal. I like you, man. I love you, and I appreciate that, man. But come on, man. We cannot. We we cannot be prisoners of the moment, man. Like this dude has really been playing well, like all pro well, like really. Like really well throughout the entire season. Like let's not let this particular performance versus a really good wide receiver, one of the best young players in the entire league. Like let's not let's not jump to conclusions here. Like the dude is playing like really good football, and it happens. Like come on, man. Like I, we we can't do this. We we cannot do this, man. We cannot. We we can't do this, man. We we cannot allow a bad performance to dictate like who this person actually is, man. I gotta hit the- hell no to the no 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 hell to the no. That ain't it, man. Like seriously, like <laughs> this man been locked down all season long. I'm not. We we cannot be prisoners of the moment. You know, it's like somebody telling me if P Warner had a bad game or he missed a tackle. Man, P. Warner, that's the reason why we should have kept Quine Alexander. See, this is the stuff right here. Like, I, I just be telling people, like, man, we got to be careful, man, with some of these takes. LOL, I see what you mean by prison of the moment, TJ, with that Lattimore comment. Yeah, man, I'm like, come on, man. This man's like one of the best cornerbacks in the league. This probably this was like his worst game. And I, I'm pretty sure he's not going to have games like this going forward. But, man, we got we to gotta put this thing into context, man. That's Justin freaking Jefferson out there, you know? So there are no moral victories, penalties, coaching, turnover. This team will be in football purgatory if they don't get it together. Yeah, that's true. Dude sound crazy with that comment. Justin Jefferson is a stud. He didn't win every route. Uh, it was a W. Yeah, I mean, look, dude made some plays. You know what I'm saying? He made some plays against Lattimore. But I mean, it's not the end of the world. Out still would not trade Marshawn Lattimore for any other cornerback in the league. He's that good in my opinion. Bashing all that off one game. Maybe you prefer Fred Thomas. Uh absolutely not. To the fan who just made that Lattimore comment, what have you been smoking? Okay. Man. Let's let's chill out on deal, man. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's an emotional game. Uh it was a heartbreaking loss, you know. Like, let's 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 ease up off them, man. Let's ease up off them. But that that's that's we gotta be careful about not being prisoners of the moment. We we gotta be we gotta be careful with that. uh Somebody was on Big Q's podcast said uh the same thing, talking about they should release Lattimore. Well, I I don't think that's the way to go. Okay, that's definitely prisoner of moment. Yeah, TJ, that Lattimore comment is exactly what you were talking about earlier. Some Saints fans, yeah, yeah, man, that's 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 pretty. That's not that's. I, I definitely, I, I totally, one hundred percent disagree with that. But let's let's get into like we're gonna uh, read some of the scores uh, that they have going on right now around the NFL. Uh, the Browns and the Falcons are tied at ten at halftime. Uh, you got the Cowboys ahead of the Commanders, twelve to seven. Uh, you got the Seahawks all over the Lions, twenty-four to nine. The Saints have to play the Seahawks. Uh, next sunday the chargers are beating up on the texans 24 to 7 you got the titans and the coats the titans are up 24 to 10 you got the chicago bears and the giants the giants are up 14 to 6 the jacksonville jaguars are all tied up uh, with the philadelphia eagles and you have the jets as of right now uh, beating the steelers 10 to 3 so those are the uh, scores of some of the games that are going on in the early window of the nfl uh we got some later games you got the panthers against the cardinals uh you got the green bay packers against the pats uh the raiders versus the broncos the and tonight on nbc uh you got the tampa bay buccaneers versus the kansas City chiefs so a replay of the super bowl that happened a couple of years ago uh you're right tj uh i apologize but the comment definitely got him uh put into the <laughs> key the receipts category yeah man i mean look i just think that it's an emotional game you know we we all just trying to figure out what's going on with the team what the hell happened you know and um but let's not just get too carried away here um 368 people watching this right now ask that you hit the like button i really appreciate that look at this seahawks trying to get ready man uh it's too much for the heart and body (laughs) and mind we're good still nfc is still wide open uh nice receipts chosen saints are garbage and he said that was it would have flirted on that thing okay all right uh this man says cj moore i mean cj moore is not a bad wide receiver i ain't saying he top 10 buddy i mean but he's the top receiver on his team and we seen cj moore make plays against the saints in the past unless we you know we just looking at right now but i don't know uh so far uh this is what i heard Firewheel will lutz latimore ain't the same mark ingram wars we were uh bringing uh winston back after y'all cried for dalton to start tank for a first round that we don't have <laughs> yeah i mean yeah a lot of a lot of illogical thinking on uh, on this show today, but I, I'm I'm just gonna chunk that up to the heartbreaking loss. TJ, who you rooting for if your son grows up to play for the Falcons? The Falcons, <laughs> the Falcons. I mean, I'm a I'm a father first, so yeah, I'm rooting for the. I will become a Falcon fan. Yeah, if 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 Paxton chose to play football and he was to draft, be drafted to the Falcons, I'm a Falcon fan. I mean, I would not I would not think twice about it. Anybody, anybody that wouldn't, I would question your your parents. <laughs> if you ain't gonna choose your, if you gonna choose your kid over over a game, nah. I'm I'm a Falcon fan. Uh, we all know TJ meant DJ Moore. Uh, who I say CJ Moore, DJ Moore. Uh, well DJ Moore. Okay, yeah, DJ Moore. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about, man. Uh, how awful. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, instead of uh, a D, I said a C, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, is Trevor Penny coming back? I'm pretty sure he will in the next couple of weeks. I think Dalton looked good, best offense of the season. I agree with that. Uh, I respect you honestly, but that hurts to hear. I feel you though. Look, I mean, I, <laughs> like, you like seriously, if your if your son gets drafted. To a team that you don't like you're not gonna root for that team like man i'm sorry yes i will become a falcon fan if, if paxton was to grow up and play football or god bless us to have more you know kids in the future and they grow up to you know one of them end up playing for the falcon yes i am gonna root for the falcon if they play for the cowboys i will root for the cowboys i'm a father first man <laughs> i'm a father first tj what would you think about uh, the devaluing of the running back in my opinion uh you should draft more running backs instead of less well look they definitely being devalued by the saints i can tell you that because obviously they need to run the football and they're not doing it so they definitely being devalued tj uh, you ever thought about doing a live show during the game i think you'll be dope nah man because I like to watch the game and pay attention to what I see before I come and, and talk to you all. And I'm a fan too, man. So, you know, I I, I go through the motion just like y'all. So, I don't know. Maybe one day, but I like to stay focused to know what I saw uh, in the game. Andy Dalton won a playoff game. What about Jameis? We still going, we still comparing these dudes. He going to support his son, but deep down inside to his core, TJ going to be talking. Uh, that hot ish about them well look i mean from a from a stand like a fan standpoint i'm a saint fan from a fatherly standpoint I'm, I'm gonna be a falcon fan you know so but yeah i mean you, you gotta <laughs> you gotta uh have allegiance to your to your kids first i root for my kids to succeed not necessarily the team my cousin was a running back for the falcons i rooted for him when he played for the Falcons look man I, look as a I look I love football but not as much as I love my son um you know I'm dedicated to the to football talking football but not as dedicated as I am as a father and I, I just feel like, like it, it's like with uh, Archie Manning like Archie Manning in Super Bowl 44 they asked him who he was rooting for he said he rooting for the coats. You know, he said, if anybody else feels his way, he said, then they must not be a good parent. Like, I'm rude for my son. I don't care what nobody say. Make sure y'all keep that basement clean. <laughs> Let's see, uh, and 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 make sure that y'all uh, we'll, we'll make sure we clean it up because y'all gonna be in that thing for years to come. So enjoy this ride that y'all on, vet love, and you know, enjoy that ride. Like, talk talk y'all stuff right now because. Y'all going to need that. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm happy, like the Bucks. I'm glad y'all grandstanding. I'm glad y'all talking all that noise, but y'all going to need these comments. I'm telling you, from when y'all go back into the basement, when you realize the same thing that, you know, the same thing we all know, that once y'all quarterback, Tom Brady, leaves, y'all not going to be nothing at all. Y'all not going to be anything. So enjoy it while y'all can i don't feel bad about saying that at all like and i throw deep down inside y'all know that y'all ain't gonna be nothing but it it feels good to be on top right now but talk that noise when y'all dealing with that same type of adversity i noticed i didn't see y'all before the brady uh for the brady sign so enjoy it while you can keep those comments coming build them up but at the end of the day just remember you're gonna need them so you can talk about the basement. Yeah, we'll clean it up for y'all. We'll make it nice and clean because y'all going to be down there for years to come. Dalton is a better choice and a better play caller uh, with his style. Look it up. Make sure we keep the basement clean for them. Yeah, I mean, I'm look, they, they on top right now. But I'm telling you, once Brady leaves, that's a wrap. Nobody will care. Let me see. It's DJ, bro. Okay uh all right dj cj moore dj moore who cares like you know what i'm saying like who cares like i don't follow carolina like that i mean i know who he is but you know yeah make you know i appreciate the correction let's see keep that same energy when brady leaves and y'all go back to being nothing i mean that's what i'm saying like they really think that like, but the sad thing about these Buccaneers fans is they feel like this success that they have is sustainable for years to come, and it's not. It's not. Nobody will care about y'all. Like, soon as Tom Brady like wave and says goodbye for the final time, all those uh, all those primetime games gonna be gone. All those uh, all those uh, top segments on all these shows gonna be gone. Like, and they really think that this stuff is gonna be sustainable. I'm happy for them. You know what I'm saying? Like when when you've been trash all these years, it's good to be on top. It's good. Like all those heartbreaking, like, you know, seasons and and, and being trash and being in the basement, you know, like you finally come out, feel good, right? You know, they found out the bomb shelter and now they want to talk. Okay. But keep that same energy when y'all be going through these same hardships for years to come. That's all I'm saying. TJ, what does the uh, the TPPN network do? they post videos. Nah, um, they just, the Piers Game Podcast Network is a, a bunch of podcasts. It, it represent all 32 teams. Uh, they also focus on like, uh, there's the Hockey Podcast Network, the Basketball Podcast Network. They're all a part of, a maze, of maze Media Labs. And, um, Pierce Game Podcast Network, uh, like I said, they, they focus on all 32 teams. Each team is represented and I'm a representative for the Saints. So, but, yeah, I mean, if you follow any other team, uh, there, there's a podcast for you on the Piers Game Podcast Network website. Bro, if uh, I'm not – well, if I'm on defense, me and my offense going to have a problem real soon. <laughs> Carmichael System benefits Dalton, style of play, Murray, and Kamara in the backfield. I agree with that. I agree with that. You, you would definitely do more changes. You would definitely would do more changes uh, with – Jameis as the quarterback versus Andy Dalton as the quarterback. If you want to run it like Drew did for the most part. In my opinion, the D line has been playing passive all year. Not this game, they wouldn't. Not this game. Not not this game. They for the most part, they they bottled up uh Dalvin Cook. They got pressure on uh Kirk Cousins. Nah, this is not the game to talk about the D line. TJ is mama called him CJ. I'm gonna call him CJ. CJ DJ, we know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't care. Why are we still? No. Uh, y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, we can hope if the Falcons, Bucks, and Panthers lose today, then we not in the bad shape when it comes to the division. I can't see all three of them losing. I can't see all three of them losing. Uh, Tulane made my Friday. LSU made my Saturday. Saints ruined it all on Sunday. Yeah. yeah can't have them all right if, if lsu is winning a bunch the saints have a down season if the saints winning the lsu have a down season we can't never really just have it have it all can we <laughs> uh forget about uh the distraction bucks fans let's see bruh when Tom retires for 40 days it was real quiet you didn't even see the tampa fans the media wasn't even talking about y'all and that tells you everything you need to know. I mean, get yourself prepared for that. Get yourself prepared for what's pretty obvious. Uh, I'm gonna read a few more and then we're gonna get up out of here, folks. TJ team that hasn't been relevant for 15 plus years has the nerve to talk. Last time y'all did anything, it was on the PBS channel, <laughs> like the Cowboy Super Bowl. Uh man. <laughs> um that played Jefferson uh faced Matt Lattimore and got the call against Lattimore, though. That was Adam Thielen. That was Adam Thielen, right? I don't think that was uh, Justin Jefferson. Never said Lattimore wasn't good or even great anymore because he still is a great corner, but he has had his uh, a historic year. Uh I should have clarified. Yeah, I mean, he is having a historic year, but I, I mean... I want like I, I just deal look man you know I love you man I appreciate you always being on the show and well, while I'm telling people like I look like, I get it you, you're upset you're frustrated and um this wasn't the best game for him but I, I also want to be able to put it into context you know the fact that it was just a bad game for him I mean, I mean we know man Steph Curry you know he automatic from three but every now and then you know what I'm saying he, he can't hit the back of a barn door so it happens you know what i'm saying i don't think this is an indication of who marshawn Lattimore is so when brady announced his retirement earlier this year the buck nation all of a sudden went silent they need to go ahead with all that bs you right they will go back uh, to being the (laughs) yuckineers oh man uh i'm just saying man enjoy while you can and you got to be very careful about how you how you approach this. It's easy, you know what I'm saying? It's easy to talk about how good it feels on the top, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you when you are there, but what happens like when you have this level of adversity? Will you be able to like sus- you know sustain that same type of love that you have? I mean, we'll see. That's all on the OC though. Just uh because Jameis has a big arm doesn't mean you have to call top down uh Reeves okay. <laughs> Oh man, uh um, but at the end of the day, man, I mean, look, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston. Look, we just want consistent quarterback play. But let me go ahead and uh read off some of the uh stats um that's taking place that took place in the game. Uh what we have from the New Orleans Saints, Andy Dalton was twenty of twenty-eight, two hundred and thirty-six yards, uh, one touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked twice, and uh he had a quarterback rating of one oh eight. Pretty Pretty good, man. Pretty good day. Latavius uh, Murray eleven carries for fifty-seven yards and a touchdown. He had a longer ten yards. You have uh, Mark Ingram ten carries for thirty yards. Uh, Taysom Hill five carries twenty-one and Andy Dalton uh, scramble for three yards. Then you have Chris Olave four catches sixty-seven yards and a touchdown. Uh, Marklas Callaway had three catches for fifty-three yards. Troutman three catches for thirty-seven. Jawan Johnson three catches for thirty-three. Traquan had one catch for eighteen. Ingram had three catches for thirteen latavius murray had a catch for eight and jarvis landry had two catches for seven yards the saints uh, had two fumble loss uh one by andy dalton on a sack and also deontay hardy on a return kick uh leading in, in tackles was marshawn Lattimore with 10 he had seven solo followed by p warner with nine demario davis with nine uh paulson adibo who was very physical today he had seven tackles he had tyron matthew with seven tackles he also had their interception You had Cam Jordan with six tackles and a half of a sack. JT Gray, who had a really good special teams play, got down the field, made a uh, stop, uh, you know, a little bit before the, the return to hit the 20. Uh, Shy Tuttle had three tackles. Uh, Street, uh, he had uh, two tackles. Bradley Roby, with two. PJ Williams, who left the game with an ankle injury, had two tackles. Uh, Peyton Turner, two tackles. Sorensen had some playing time, he had a tackle. Uh, Hanson. Chase Hansen had a a tackle Davenport with a half a sack and a tackle. And then you had Caden Ellis with a tackle uh, as well. So that's your rundown uh, for the new Orleans saints um, for this game. As far as the stats, Uh, let's see if we can go to uh, some of the team stats that that happened on today Um, for the new Orleans saints. They had a total of 19 first downs. Uh, They ran 57 total plays. Uh, They rushed at a total of 111 yards to the Minnesota Vikings 81 in the red zone. This this was pretty impressive. The Saints were 3 of 3 in the red zone. So that that that's an improvement, right? But what you don't like is the two fumble losses, okay? In time of possession, uh the Minnesota Vikings had the ball for 32 minutes and 13 seconds and the Saints had the ball for 27 minutes and 47 seconds. So that's your rundown uh of the New Orleans Saints uh game today. I know it was very uh discouraging. But you know the Saints, they they got no time to lick their wounds, man. They got to go out here and they got to, uh, you know, fight back. And they have a big matchup against the uh, Seattle Seahawks in the Superdome next week. So hopefully they can get a win because they definitely uh, desperately need one, especially if they play a team in NFC. Uh, Austin, thank you very much for the one ninety nine. It says great podcast. Have a good, uh, have a good one, man. Fans wild though. Uh, TJ, you heard the. Uh, Fegals fans want to dump CJ Garda Johnson back to us. I don't know why. What I mean, nah, I didn't hear it I didn't hear that at all. Uh, did Marcus May play? He did not. All right, he did not play. But thank you all so much for being here. I ask that you hit the like button. This has been the State of the Saints podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, uh, you can also subscribe and uh follow on Facebook. Facebook.com search the State of the Saints podcast and previous episodes available. On iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. Till next time, all I got to say is who that?